This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. to shake the world. And Judas being the kind of an entrepreneurial type guy, Judas being the kind of guy that says, hey, you know what? If I'm going to get in somebody's campaign, if I'm going to be associated with somebody, I want to be associated with somebody that's got that kind of power. We see Judas, he, he proved himself to be faithful. Judas was trustworthy. But Judas, as we understand and we see the whole picture about Judas unfold, we understand that Judas was the kind of guy that wanted earthly, worldly advantage through his connection with Jesus. Now, folks, don't attend church so that you can pad the profits in your business. Don't add a fish to your advertising so that somehow you can use Jesus as a tool. That's not what Jesus is for. And as a matter of fact, we should use him for his great purpose. He changes our life. He gives us everlasting life. And there are advantages earthly to being a follower of Jesus Christ. But if that is your ultimate motive, you're going to find yourself very empty. What did Judas do? Judas began to see his hopes and dreams fall apart. Jesus, in the upper room, told of his pending death. Times previous, Jesus made clear and began to speak about the fact that he would would be crucified, that he would rise again from the dead. And Judas was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm not really signed up for this. He says, I want Jesus to rise in authority i want jesus to lead the people in our day in my lifetime the jewish people the nation of israel to overthrow rome i want israel on the map i want our nation to have power political power and i want to be right at the right hand of jesus when he's ruling as king until he lives out his life and dies a normal death like a man but he failed to realize that jesus great ambition was not to shake the known world at that moment during Judas's lifetime, Jesus' greatest ambition was to pay the price for the sins of the whole world for all the ages. The work that Jesus wanted to do was something far greater than what this little world and the little world that Judas had was so engulfed in had to offer. As a matter of fact, when Judas begins to churn his soul, realizing that Jesus isn't going to offer him everything that he had hoped for this world, he had chosen Jesus because Jesus was going to give him worldly advantage. That's what he thought. But when he begins to realize that his connection to Christ was not going to be, it was not going to be advantageous for his promotion in society, He turns back to the chief priests and elders. He turns back to the religious mob leaders of the the day. These evil people who want to put put Jesus to death because of envy. 
And it ends up very devastating and awful for Judas. Look at the Bible says in verse 3. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. Now what happened? Now Judas had a plan. Do you know that there were other times in Judas' experience living and serving around Jesus that Judas had watched Jesus avoid his persecutors in miraculous ways. And I believe that Judas had this going on in his mind. He saw that Jesus was condemned. And he's like, oh man, my plan, it didn't work out. I believe that Judas had a plan. I think Judas' plan was, I'm not going to get any, uh, I'm not going to pad my bank account with my connection to Jesus by being a follower of Jesus. I might end up getting, getting dead. I mean, he was thinking, I don't know, this might not be good. And Judas said, you know what, if I'm not going to make any money on him the loyal way, then I'll just make money on him by betraying him. That's fine. I mean, it's not like he's going, like they're going to be able to do anything to him. And this guy's amazing. He says, I'm going to betray him. I'm going to put my 30, 30 pieces of silver in my pocket. I'm going to hit the road, and Ed, nobody's the worst. Jesus, he's just going to, he'll, he'll avoid the, the crowd. He'll avoid the condemnation. He'll just take his power and wave his wand or whatever he does, and he'll have his way. It'll be fine. But then Judas realizes, oh, man, my plan's not working out. And Judas even knows, hey, look, he's innocent. He's innocent, and I've betrayed him. So what does Judas do? Judas, the Bible says, repents himself. He just feels bad about it. He feels guilty. He doesn't confess his sin to the Lord. He doesn't turn to Jesus. As a matter of fact, he repents himself, and he brings again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders and says, verse before, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, what is that to us? See thou to that. That's your problem. What's he do? Does Judas repent and go to, go to Jesus and say, Lord, please forgive me. I've been wrong. No. Judas is still looking for political expedience, and he sees that, oh, man, I betrayed Jesus. He's innocent. But it looks to me like Jesus is going to get crucified. So if I'm going to have power, I'm going to have any type of luxury. If I'm going to have, I need some people that I can trust in. He goes and repents himself to the chief priests and elders. He's like, here, have your money back. He just wants back in. Here, have your money. Man, my plan was a total failure. Maybe I can maybe I can buy my way back in. Maybe I can buy my way into favor with these guys because it appears they have more power at this moment than Jesus. Do you know what kind of person Judas was? Judas was the kind of person that would use anybody he could use to get what he wanted on this earth. But I want you to know something. If you live an unprincipled life you end an empty person stand up for truth don't stand up with whoever has the loudest mouth stand up for what's right instead of standing up for whoever seems to be able to stroke your pride or pad your pocket stand up for truth do you know what Judas did Judas chose Jesus for worldly advantage. What happened to him? 
Judas is like, well, if I can't trust in Jesus, which he could have. As a matter of fact, Jesus had just told him the night before when he betrayed him, Jesus called Judas friend. And at any moment, I am confident that Judas could have genuinely repented to Christ of his sins and put his faith in Christ and Jesus would have forgiven him. But Judas has still got his eyes fixed on what he can get in life and what the world has to offer. And he goes back to the chief priests and he goes back to these folks and he says, here's my money. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with this. And what did they say? Did they welcome him with loving arms and say, hey, buddy, come on back. It's okay. We love you anyway. We'll take care of you. No. Here's what they said. And they gave, the, they gave Judas what the world always gives. They said, what is that to us? He said, what difference does that make to us? We don't care if you live or die. And he says, see thou to that. He says, they say, that's your problem. See thou, that's your problem. We don't care about you. I want you to know something. If you choose Jesus for Jesus' sake, he'll always forgive you. He'll always love you. He'll always accept you. But I want you to know something. If you choose the world over Christ... You'll find something empty. What did Judas do? It's awful what Judas did. It's awful. Judas had that money in his hand. He thought, if I could just have some money, then I'll be happy. You know what happened when he got the money? It was like a plague in his possession. He couldn't wait to get rid of it. Judas gave the money back. And the Bible says he went out and hanged himself. Folks, that is never the answer. Suicide is never the answer. Judas made a terrible mistake. You know what Peter did? Peter had denied Christ three times. He had cursed the name of God. I mean, he had done the most awful things. Peter had done the most awful things. You know what Peter did in the last verse, the previous chapter? He went out and wept bitterly. He turned back to God. The first chance he got to be at the feet of Jesus, he was there. You know what he found? Forgiveness. You know what God did? God used his life for an eternal purpose. And I want you to know something. If you found yourself in a spot so low, you've tried to get this from the world, you've tried to have prestige, and it seems like everywhere you've turned you've failed, and you've even contemplated even taking your own life, I want you to know something. That is not the answer. There is great hope for you. Turn to Jesus. You know what you'll find? You'll find a friend of sinners. Turn to Christ. You know what you'll get? Forgiveness of sin. Dedicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust in his word. You know what you'll have? You'll have peace in your heart. You'll have fulfillment. You'll have purpose. Irregardless of your past, if you'll put your trust in Jesus and you'll choose Jesus for Jesus' sake, what shall I do with Jesus? I'll tell you what you should do with Jesus. You should repent of your sin and turn to faith in him. And you'll find love and acceptance and peace and purpose. You know what you'll find? A reason to live. You know what? Peter Peter was devastated. He'd really messed up. But you know what Peter found when he turned to Christ? A reason to live. He found an opportunity to serve. He found peace with God and forgiveness. You know what Judas found when he turned to the chief priests in the world? Emptiness. Cold-hearted. Emptiness. He took his own life. Why did Judas choose Jesus? Judas chose Jesus for worldly advantage. Don't be guilty of the same. Look at the second thing. What shall I do with Jesus? The chief priest opposed Jesus 
for worldly advantage. Judas used Jesus. The chief priests opposed Jesus for worldly advantage. Why was the chief priest? Why were the Pharisees, the chief priests, the elders, the elders, the Sadducees, all their leaders of the Jewish religion and the Jewish culture at that time? Why were they so in opposition to Jesus? They were in so such opposition to Jesus because if they turned to Jesus, they had to let go of their earthly possessions and power and turn to Jesus and depend on Jesus to give them what they wanted. What they didn't realize is what they had was nothing. What they could have in Christ was everything. But they opposed Jesus. Why? For worldly advantage. They were awful. Look what the Bible says in verse 1. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus. Over and over again, as I've read this verse of Scripture, those two little words, against Jesus, has jumped off the page. I, mean, I want you to know something. If you are living your life in any area of your life, anything about your life, you're living against Jesus, you are not doing yourself any justice. As a matter of fact, you're hurting yourself. The chief priest said, if we choose Jesus as opposed to Barabbas, we're going to lose our power. And that's a lie that the devil sells. You have this thought. I know that what I do is against Jesus, but it makes me happy. Wrong. The devil has sold you a bill of goods. It's not true. Anything against Jesus does not make you happy. It does not make you better. It does not make you more wealthy. It doesn't make you more joyful. Anything against Jesus, no matter what lie the devil may sell you, it produces emptiness and pain. What they do? They chose, they opposed Jesus for worldly advantage, but they said, they said, let's just counsel together against Jesus. What do they want to do? They want to put him to death. They want to put him to death. Isn't that awful? Can you imagine justifying in your heart? I want this so bad that I'm willing to put an innocent man to death. It's wicked. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.